Knock, knock. Who's there? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. Memoirs of a Modern Marriage who? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage.com. Oh, shit. You mean I can go to the site and request to be a guest? Fuck yeah. If you want to get in on this nonsensical conversation, hop onto our site and request to be a guest today. Bonus points if you're a furry couple. Also, don't forget to check us out on our social media sites. Links are in the description. Now get ready to start your week off meh. Would you look at the time? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. We are your humble hosts. My name is Dave. And I'm Liz. And today we have a very special guest joining us today. Her name is Angel. Everybody say hello. Hello. (laughs) All right, Angel. So we've perused over your website a little bit. um, And it's called the Self-Embrace Ministries. Yes. All right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, so what I do is I like to share the the, the message of metaphysical, uh, I would say religion, because it is kind of like a religion, but share that with people who don't really know what it is, who think it's witchcraft. And I like to share that message. And with Self-Embrace Ministries, I like to talk to people about the message that God gives us in how we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So in that, the the thing that's important to me is you have to love yourself. So I want to sh- I like to show people how to love and embrace yourself in a way that what other people say does not affect you. You can stay on your path and keep going and keep sharing the message of love. The whole message is love. So if you go through the um, the web page, I have coaching programs and books that I like to share. And it's pink because I think pink is powerful. And um and that's weird because a lot, a lot more men reach out, you know, uh, with questions. But um, that's what Self Embrace Ministries is. I, it is a growing ministry. I just created this online not too long ago, so I have an online Facebook group as well that I'm growing and sharing mes- weekly messages on. But that's what Self Embrace Ministries is for me: um, developing myself as a person and as a mother and as a wife. Okay, um, so. You said uh, you said you didn't start that long ago. Has it been within the last couple of months, or? Well, it has been within the last couple of months um, for the online ministry. But I have been a minister for years. Uh, the first time that I actually stood up to ministers or to preach a sermon was at thirteen. Okay, so um, so you started this ministry and you've been doing it for a very long time. Um, what got you into, uh, the self embrace, you know, side of it? Ooh. Okay. Um, I didn't like myself at one point. I didn't like myself and I didn't feel like nobody else liked me. (laughs) That's basically what it was. Okay. That's a great beginning. You know, um, as far as, as far as people you may have reached, um, would you say that, uh, that you are, uh, generating a more positive, 
you know, outlook in people's lives, um, you know, especially considering that it's so new. Can you see a development mm-hmm. in people? I can. Um, so the self-embraced ministries is new, but what I've been doing is not. So they've been rocking with me throughout the name changes um, and the different other ministers that I've worked under. But I can see it evolving in in. The, the thing that I like about it right now is that it's reaching people who are actually ready for this. So I'm no longer just talking to everybody who can listen. Now it's people who are actually evolving through the messages. And then I can tell the, the evolution because now they're in a position where they don't need me to counsel them through and, you know, share messages, they're now becoming and realizing I have these same messages on the inside of me. And that's the part that I love, absolutely love about it, because with mainstream counseling and therapy, you have to constantly go. And with me, I would say the the, the most sessions I've given to an individual are three. One and then I like those who, after one, take it upon themselves to do their own work, because that's essentially what it is, is you doing your own work. OK. Um, so you're teaching people more how to just find the answers with them themselves. That's it. I should have came. See, I should have came up with that. But that's what it is, To because with my homeschool, uh, the Kati Kati Homeschool Guidance Academy, the whole goal there is every answer you need, whether it's a book or something in life, it's within us. We just have to be in a position to bring it up out of us. And I tested that about two years ago with my son, maybe three years ago, because they were in uh, traditional school. He was having a problem on a test that he was taking. And so I told him, I said, push that aside. I said, just sit there and take three deep breaths. Then read the question out loud and whatever the first answer comes to your mind, choose that answer. And I watched him do that for three questions and he got every last one of those questions right. Nice. nice. So that, that is the message that I want to. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, it, it, it's definitely good. Uh, it, it, it's a good thing that you are out there doing this kind of work because I'll be honest with you with myself. It took a while for me to actually like love myself. You know what I mean? Oh, like, wow. I, yes. yeah, Oh yeah. I mean this, this beautiful face you see in front of you today has not always <laughs> been this confident, you know? And but, I think uh, that's one thing that, I mean, it takes, I think everybody a long time to learn is, Nobody's going to love you until you love you. Right. And my mom used to yes. tell me that and yeah. I, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah. I mean. And then one thing, another thing I've learned is sometimes people don't even, they don't love you because you love yourself so much. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But, oh yeah. No, yeah. no. I totally get that. Like if you're so, if you're self-confident, if you love yourself and you're confident, there'll be people out there that'll eat you alive. You know? Yeah. I guess it's like that alpha mentality. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It, it could very well be. Um, so, uh, we've we've heard about your ministry. I'd like to know a little bit about your your home life. Um, so, you have kids. Yes, I have children, and um, any child that I'm around, I think is my child. I don't know how that goes, but I have children. Okay, <laughs> I love being a mother. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah. My son, he just turned 18 and that was one of my favorite things was to, you know, be a dad. 
you know, there is nothing better than like teaching a little minion (laughs) how to be just like you. And you ain't even got to teach them. They're just like you. And you'd be like, what in the world? (laughs) They just show up one day and you're just like, what's up? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same level. Yeah. 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 I love it. But I haven't gotten to 18 yet. So who that's a milestone right there. (laughs) Well, believe it or not, I am 40 years old. I mean, I know, I know I don't look 40 years old, but yeah, I'm 40 years old. My son was born when I was 22. Um, so he just turned 18 literally last week and, you know, I thought that was really cool, but, um, yeah. Right. Um, so, uh, how old are your children? My oldest is 15. Um, so I have a 15 year old, a 14 year old, an eight year old and a nine year old. Those are my natural children. Oh, and that sounds so fun. I bet you have so much fun at your house. <laughs> yeah, I guess they have fun. They yeah. have fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. At, at your expense. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, and yeah. How many bonus children do you have? Well, um, within my marriage, five bonus children. Oh, yeah. You got a party going on like that. We that is do, legit. We do. That is yeah, legit. Is. A high school party right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. We got our own teams. Like we wouldn't even have to invite nobody else over. We probably have room for like a party of two more. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to show everybody the shirt you're wearing? Because, uh, you know, today is that special day. It is Black Mother Magic. Juneteenth. You know, um, when did like Juneteenth become national? Was that two years ago or three or something like that? Yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna let y'all answer because I was about to say last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was a little bit more. It was 2020. Yeah, and I think last year it became oh, okay. a national. Yeah, yeah. 20, 2020 is when they oh, okay. like started okay. to recognize it. Yeah. And uh, oh, you're good to hear our life right now. There's my pup. <laughs> um, he uh, he likes to talk to the neighbors outside. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, we we don't have any kids running around here. We just have a couple of dogs, and they're loud. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of makes for an interesting video conversation, though, because. Uh, <laughs> Because we we normally don't edit these that much, you know. So oh, okay. you get to hear everything. <laughs> don't worry, I promise. Uh, I promise that I will try to stave that 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 barking the best I can. But you might you might hear okay. it every once in a while. Um, he wants to be on the he wants to be on the show too. He does, and he's been on the show more than more times than I'd like him to be. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you did say that, uh, your husband, uh, you were, you're recently married. Yes. Recently married, uh, married my, I I don't want to say high, uh, what is it? Childhood sweetheart, but we've known each other literally since I was the age of one. So we finally came to this point. Yeah. And how long have you guys been married for? 
we've only we haven't been married a year yet. So we got married in November. So we'll be coming up on our first year of marriage soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah. Yeah, first year of marriage. Um yeah, unfortunately we couldn't have him on today, huh? That's all right. I know. I I I wish he would be on because maybe he would have a conversation with me then. I'm just saying. But um <laughs> we're having some difficulties right now. So I, I don't really know what to say about the marriage. I mean, I'm a love him either way, but he's having a hard time or I'm giving him a hard time. Let's say right. that. Because uh, that's how he feels. I've been giving him a hard time. So yeah. yeah. Well, um, and I noticed a tweet that you put up, uh, I think it was either earlier today or yesterday, uh, where you said people change every day. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm actually glad that you said that you were childhood sweethearts um, because this is not my first marriage. Um, this is actually my oh. third marriage. My second marriage, I, I yeah. Uh, my second marriage, I married into, um, it was a rebound marriage and the, the girl was a high school, you know, girlfriend. I wouldn't even say sweetheart. Mm -hmm. She was just a girlfriend. And, um, when we got married, it was under the pretense that she thought I was the same person I was in high school, you know? And I was not the same person that I was in high school. Um, so, you know, it just kind of, it didn't work out for us. Um, you know what? You sound like you, 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 you sound like you're talking about my marriage because this is my second marriage. And, um, I don't know, maybe we did come in thinking we were the same as we were when we were 16. I don't know. Well, see, that's, that's why I said that tweet that you put up, uh, earlier, that was, that spoke volumes because people do change every day, yeah. you know, yes. if, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, somebody sees a flaw in the person that you are, it's because you're not the person you were before, you know, I mean, trust me, you don't want high school Dave, you know, high school Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You've told me. Sir. Yeah. Way oh, worse. Say, Did you know high school Dave? Okay. No. Way worse than middle-aged Dave. <laughs> I, think, I think even since we've been together, I've changed a lot. We both have. I mean, yeah. you've grown. You've yeah. grown a lot since we've been together. I've 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 taught this one how to come out of her shell. Yeah, I was very shy Aww. and <laughs> now look at her podcasting. Still shy. I'm just... Exactly. <laughs> he, but he gives you that capability to come on out. That's how yeah. I'm looking at it anyways. I think for me, I tried to hide who I really was and just try to be who I thought people wanted me to be. And Dave was like, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> be yourself. Just you're weird. Be weird. <laughs> you know, if you like to joke okay. and make jokes about, you know, make jokes about TV programs and stuff like that, that's who you are. Be you. Yeah. You know? Okay. I guess that's a I lot like what that. you do. Yeah. I guess that's a lot what, what you do, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Just basically, basically just be yeah. yourself. Yeah. Well, be hell. yourself and good in life. How do I get on payroll? <laughs> <laughs> right. If only. But um, I it like will pick it, up. It's, 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 
Yeah, it, it has picked up, but I think it's at the pace because even with my mentor, my mentor is like, oh, you should be this and you should be that. But I feel like I'm at a pace that I like because I'm also in school. Okay. <laughs> I'm still, well, I'm in the research. Um, I'm going for my doctor's degree in theocentric psychology. So um, a part of what I'm doing is also for research. I don't tell people what is for research uh, for this this uh, dissertation that I have to present and defend. Um, but that's essentially what it is, is just accepting accepting where you are and who you are. And no matter what goes on, like these things are going on around me as I speak. Like, I don't want my husband to leave, but he feels like he has to do what's best for him and he has to leave. But it's me coming, bringing myself together and say, okay, Angel, you got to focus on this because I can only make my own decisions. I can tell him I don't want him to leave, but I can't allow that to alter the fact that I have other things put in place that were here before he came back into my life. Yeah. And so um, it hurts. But at the same time, I have children to take care of. I have a household to take care of. Um, We're not fighting over money or anything like that. But uh, it's dead. I don't. I don't know. We change every day. We change every day. That is, you know what? I think that might be the title of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. People change every day. So yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, I'm sorry to hear about your marriage. Um, but hopefully things will pick back up. You know, it yeah, sounds like you really have a bond with him. I do. He's just emotional. Some people, uh, he's not one of those people who can, uh, he's enamored with the self-embrace movement. And I've tried to get him involved, but he is one of those who understand that he's not emotionally intelligent at this moment. And okay. so his emotions are like the ends of the spectrum. He does not hover. <laughs> he's yeah. either here or there. And so uh, at least he knows that because that is the first right. step. Yeah. Do you see that more with men? Um, because I know like men are kind of taught you're supposed to be strong and you're not supposed to have emotions. So when they start going through your program, do you see that often? Um, I'm glad you asked me that. I The men that I see often are the men who are in touch with their feminine side, I would say, or their emotions. The ones I don't get to talk to, I think that's why I don't really know how to deal with this situation because I don't really talk to the men who are overly emotional and can't handle it. So it's hard for me to deal with it in my marriage. And so I'm the blame for everything going wrong. But the most of the time I see men who are able to express themselves and who know what they want and it's so much easier that way. It's so much easier that way. I just have to um, not get into that transference uh, stage where, you know, the, the client and the therapist get too involved. I make sure to keep my distance. But at the same time, that's one thing that I'm appreciative of is the men that do come talk to me. These are men who have an actual issue and who are willing to listen to another perspective or a female perspective at that about how to better because I, I from all of the men that I've talked to they are in very good relationships awesome relationships and long-standing relationships um so when I started opening myself up to actually counsel was in 2019 and I can remember one of the first ones I talked to he 
was his his thing was he wanted a daughter and she didn't want another baby until they got married. Mm-hmm. But going through, I, I wasn't able to talk to her because I just didn't. But going through that and seeing how it evolved, they got themselves together and he had his child. And so I like to see those things. I, I really don't know how to deal with the um, outrageousness of someone, because I know when your your emotions are on one of the um, in, ends of the spectrum, mm-hmm. nothing really good comes out of it. Like, even if it's just too much of you showing your love or it's too much of you showing your aggression, nothing comes, nothing good comes out of either of those. I think you have to meet somewhere in the middle. And that's what I've been asking for is common ground, because number one, um, I'm your wife. I can't really counsel you, but I was told by another counselor that I should. And that was kind of confusing to me because I'm like, if I show him, then I'm going to feel like it's because I said it. But um, that's that's mostly what I see. The people that I meet that request to work with me are people who are ready to work, not people who are just distraught. And I like that factor. Yeah, I like that. It's easier because the people who are just distraught and not ready to work, they're not willing to work on past issues. Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, I, I agree with you 100 percent. It's kind of like an addict. You know, you can't change unless you want to change yourself, you know. Yeah. And and I mean, I've known way too many addicts in my day who like they just they either sink or swim, you know. And unfortunately, yeah. if you sink, there's there's horrible repercussions. The same could be said about personality and and, you know, uh yeah. Things of that yeah, nature. You can, you can become addicted to anything. I know in one of the books I wrote, um, I put a statement in there saying that you shouldn't misuse anything, a substance or a person in order to get you to where you think you need to be. So um, it, I think I think about the uh, the episodes you had about cocaine in a can or something. Yeah. I was listening to it last night again. I was like, oh, wow. And how that took that affected that marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was only half of it. <laughs> the other part's coming oh, out next wow. week. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and I mean, I've done my fair share of of substances in my day, you know, but like I was fortunate enough to have the willpower to move away from that. But it it wasn't easy. You know, it wasn't even close to easy, you know. Um, it's not easy, but that's what people people. Um, I think they have this idea that life has already been hard enough. So now they just want it easy or it's just supposed to be easy. And it's no, it's, I feel like you just have to develop yourself or condition yourself to be able to be willing to deal with the difficult moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very emotional person and I think like I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve, but as I've gotten older, I've learned how to hold that in when it's appropriate. <laughs> When it's appropriate. Yeah. And then I come home and just yeah. like lose it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She's beat, she, she beat me a couple of times. It was... <laughs> oh, wow. She had to let it out on somebody. That's right. That's right. But I think that that was one thing that you struggled with when we first got together was like, I just cry. Yeah. I wouldn't tell oh, you what was wrong with me yeah. or what was bothering me. I would just cry. I hold it in. And, and yeah. And I would I would tell her like, you know, I'm your mate share these experiences, you know, share these experiences with me, 
you know, I want to know because we could work on it. Whatever the issue is, we could work on it and fix it, you know? And um, or maybe do you feel like you just needed him to listen? Because a lot of the times some people just want you to listen to everything they have to say. Hmm? I, I think for me, a lot of it was because he's my second marriage. My first husband was not he wasn't like abusive, but, you know, I definitely could not speak my mind. So I think with yeah. him, I was was afraid that if I did tell him how I was feeling or you know, he would either get upset or, you know, want to leave mm-hmm. or, you know, so just learning, I guess, unlearning the behavior mm-hmm. from my previous marriage was. And that was one of the things that we've talked about on several occasions, like, you know, mm-hmm. how um, if she doesn't tell me, how am I supposed to know? You know, if mm-hmm. if we can't if we can't work on this together, even and I I listen to what she has to say. A lot of times, a lot of times it was about a job, you know, Um, you know, sometimes you just get a frustrating day at work or, you know, sometimes it was about me, you know, not going to lie is, you know, (laughs) I, I, I am definitely no, uh, no picnic, you know, but I'm not for lack of a better word, an asshole either, you know, (laughs) I, you know, I, 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 I at least like to think that I have a good personality, you know, but I mean, we've been together for seven years, so obviously we've, you know, we've grown so much as a couple, you know, um, but it took us five to get married. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh yeah. Well, see, I was at this mindset that it didn't work for me twice. Yeah. You know, and uh, if it doesn't work for me twice, then I didn't want to do it again, you know. But, uh, you know, three times a charm. We never argue unless it's about pancakes or waffles or something like that. I'm sure you've heard that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like Bigfoot being Uh, real. We got into a pretty heated argument the other day about Bigfoot. So. Okay, I would pay to have y'all arguments, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, these arguments, <laughs> they're ridiculous, but they mean so much to us. <laughs> Neither one of us. That's the like beauty men. of life. That's right. Right, exactly, exactly. Like, like me personally, like, I want to know why every shot of Bigfoot or or Yeti or something is grainy. We live in 2022. <laughs> right, clear it up. I every, see the detail. Every single camera is high definition nowadays. Every single one. Mm-hmm. But we just we just seen a photo that was released not long ago of a Yeti. And she's like, oh, look how long his arms they are. Say, Those aren't. They say it's a chupacabra. Oh, chupacabra. Yeah, the livestock <laughs> vampire. <laughs> like the livestock vampire. Yeah, chupacabra. Mm-hmm. There's another big one. Like how come they've never caught chupacabra? <laughs> like he has to stop. To suck the blood out of the side of a cow. Exactly. How come they've never caught him? <laughs> we'll continue that later. Oh, yeah. No, it's on. It's on. It's on. <laughs> so do you counsel a lot of couples or more one-on-one? 
more one-on-one because uh, I really like to focus on the individual. I do believe God called me when he first called me, when I first realized my own calling was for relationships. But I held off because at the time I was divorced and I was like, I can't talk about relationships. And even now us being so new, it's like, I still want to get there. But now I feel like, you know, what am I going to do? Because I'm trying to work on this. Like I even suggested that he and I complete a program together. Um, so I put out a lot of suggestions, but I, I don't, I think it's me not in a zone for that because mm-hmm. even in a relationship, I think the individuals have to take care of who they are in mm-hmm. order to bring the, the two, you know, the two of you have to come together and you're not going to agree on everything. You're not going to like everything, but there's there has to be a common ground. There has to be a common ground. And it can't be just one person saying, OK, it's whatever or OK, you know, I'll let this slide or you have to be able to know that you got to take care of you first. So that's why I really can't get mad at anybody making any kind of decision because you got to do what's best for you. Now, if you're doing something and you know it's going to hurt you in the long run, that's a whole nother realm. But I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt me. And um, but like with, even with my marriage now, this is out of my hands. It's he'll say it's in my hands because I don't know if I'm in the right place to say this, but his number one thing is sex. His number one thing is sex. So he tells me, just give me sex and we're good. And I'm like, it don't work like that. <laughs> like I need some conversation. Some I need some serious, intimate conversation. Um, because there are other issues that I feel like aren't as important, but they're still bothering me. And I like to talk about the things that bother me. I've mm-hmm. always been a talker. Um, but yeah, um, it's just more so individualized. And even with the self-paced coaching programs, now that that's something that is more new for me to provide because I used to do classes And I would take a group of people and go through a lesson with them. But now I have it to where they can purchase the lesson and and follow through the program on their own. So um, I think I like the one on one and I like speaking to groups. That's my my goal is to speak to start traveling and speaking once I'm in that area. Um, But right now I want to finish this degree and (laughs) put some other things in play. And that way I feel like I'll be in a position to more travel because this research is the research and the writing and the, in the parenting, <laughs> all of those together. I might need to try some substances myself. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with our dogs half the time. So I mean, kudos to you. Yeah. For real. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he was uh, out of town for a few days last week and it was just me and the dogs and I'm like get home soon (laughs) oh wow oh my goodness (laughs) yeah I had to I had to go down to Florida and you know we live in Ohio so Mm -hmm. I and I I drove there you know and the drive by yourself yep and the drive took two days because you know gotta have a hotel room so I could stay rested and then um so that was two days down there two days back and a couple days in between Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah she was about ready to jump through the phone and pull me back up. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
So uh, let's see. So, so, so we've heard all about your ministry. We've heard about your marriage. We've heard about your children, but I want to know about Angel herself. I would like to know what Angel likes to do for fun, because I know you got what nine kids running around. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Nine. Four that lives here, but yeah. Oh, four that lives there, but um, okay. Yeah. I know you don't have a whole lot of time, but wh- whatever time you do have, what do you like to do for fun? Um. I like to lay around. I really like to take it easy. Um, that's a tagline that I like to use is take it easy. I really like to take it easy. I like to lay out in the sun. I like to write. Um, I like to read. Um, I also, I like affection. So I like laying up under my husband if the, if the time comes for that. Even if, not with him, with my kids. Like they just like me. They like to lay around and lay up under me too. I really like to relax in the time that I have. Um, I like going out eating and, you know, doing all these other things, which are fun, but to really enjoy life and enjoy myself, Mm -hmm. I really like to be in a clean space (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I like for it to smell good. I like the sun to shine and I just want to relax and just be who I am because that's where I can naturally be myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like talking. I enjoy talking. So Hey, I would, so I would pick talking over. Yeah, I would pick talking over movies, everything. But uh, that's really me. Like, so that sounds like a lazy person, but that's really what I enjoy to do. I wasn't able to do these things growing up. I was always told to shut up. I was always told what to think and how to think. And so now that I can do these things for myself, I really enjoy just doing those. I mean, it it sure beats going out to the club. You know, I've never been a clubber, so yeah. Right, but. I've been to. I think I've been to one <laughs> club one time, and it just was not my scene. You know. Oh really? Yeah, like myself. If I unwind, it's like playing music. You know, because you know I'm, I'm a musician yeah. as well. Um, Liz likes to read, so mm-hmm. she really hates it when we're both having leisure time, because I'm as loud as possible while she's trying to <gasps> oh, trying to read. Wow! Wow! So you don't have. <laughs> Like rooms or, you know, sometimes I like to go to the library. I just do. Yeah. I like to, and the kids like to go to the library too. So we'll go to the library. Well, see, I don't know mm-hmm. if you see uh, too much of what's going on behind me, but th- 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 there's a whole bunch of mess on this desk back there. But over there, there's a gigantic mm-hmm. amp. And then behind you on the computer stand here, uh, there is two other amps. There's a drum set over so you there. you can't get away from that noise. <laughs> there's a drum no. set over there. No. So... <laughs> <laughs> so we are definitely not quiet at all. Um, okay, I see. I, I, we're going to build a room in the basement that's soundproof, so it's not so okay. awesome, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good, a, that's a good compromise. Yeah. We are we we're we're in the worst. Like right now I have the room sound treated and stuff. Um, you know, but it's not enough. You tell the band like we're playing acoustic because Liz is going to kill me. If yeah. Loud today. <laughs> oh, I've I've done it several times. I've told them we we so need. So you to... play in a band? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I oh. I, I don't want to call it a band per se. It's more like a project. Um, I collaborate okay. with other musicians and stuff like that. Um, oh. but I do have like a set five people that we get together and we play, and you know, I guess you could call that a band. 
been a old miscreants. Yeah. That sounds therapeutic too. Oh, it I would is. love to have a group of people that I can get together and just do something with, like something that you really enjoy. Yeah. And I mean, there's times where it's not enjoyable at all. And then there's times yeah. where it's super enjoyable, but I mean, it's, you know, like if you play long enough, it becomes more of a job. And that's yeah. when it's not as enjoyable. But like we took we took a step back a little bit. I uh, haven't played in some time, and then now we're getting back together. What Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it's you know it's going to be brand new again. It's going to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, you have new music you're working on, and right, got new music <laughs> we're working on. And I know this mm-hmm. is Angel's podcast, everybody, but I'm giving myself a plug here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I think it's important that, you know, if you enjoy something that you take a little bit of time to do it, you know, even if it's a few minutes a day, you know, if you want to pick up a book or if you want to like go outside and do some gardening or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I think it's very important, especially for your own mental health, to just meditative. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't think, um, because, um, that is active meditation, um, and uh, I've learned that a lot of people have a hard time meditating and knowing what meditation is. So I let them know you have options. You you have active meditation, like you can go outside in the garden, like you said, and allow your mind because your mind is going to subconsciously do what it needs to do. You don't have to mm-hmm. focus on a particular thing. Just focus on what you're doing and your thoughts are going to you. Think about, those are those aha moments because now your mind is able to actually operate as it should to right. bring forth the messages and the answers and the creations and, you know, all of the things that you need. So, and music is also amazing because of the language of music. I love music therapy or sound therapy. I love sound therapy. Oh, we're noisy. I don't know about that. I don't know (laughs) if you'd like our stuff. No, no, we're, 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 I don't know. I guess you could classify us as like uh, a whole bunch of things, but mostly it's like, classic and 90s yeah classic rock oh okay yeah yeah at least it's not like metal and yeah i would probably like no band practice is not here yeah (laughs) i I don't think i could do metal anyway i'm not cut i'm not cut for that cloth we're too old yeah yeah that's a different type of lifestyle right i might break a hip (laughs) you know it wouldn't be any good. It wouldn't be any good. Um, so, yeah. Um, have anything that you want to uh, – a question that we might want to ask for this one? I had thought of one, and it left me, and I apologize. That's okay. Because you were talking like- – <laughs> That's okay. Um, so uh, – you know, we are, we're coming up on, you know, we'll say 40 minutes here. Um, I'm actually out of questions because, because you were just oh, so yeah. open. You were so open. I, I, you know, you've answered questions I didn't even ask. Um, mm-hmm. But um, in closing, is there anything that you would like to tell our listeners? Um, I would just like to say that I am open. You know, a lot of people come to me and their question is basically a question of in the moment. And I just want to tell people whatever is going on like right now, that it's an indication of 
what you should be doing or what you should be focusing on. Because I really feel like the things that come into our lives are the things that we focus on. Mm-hmm. And so when it's something like with my personal situation, this, where I am, I don't feel like I've gotten emotional about it because it's kind of like a, it's been there peeking at me out the window this entire time. So it's, it's more so accepting to know that <clears throat> I've lived my truth. I've done what I needed to do, even if that was the wrong thing. And I, and I think people get caught up in doing right and doing wrong when with self-embrace, all you have to do is do, just make a choice. There's no right. There's no wrong. There's no up. There's no down. All you have to do is continue to move along on your path. And I talked, oh, that was today. Well, Mondays, I put up my messages for the ministry and I talked about uh, recognizing the path that God has for you. So I feel like once you recognize your path and you accomplish, to accepting that this is your path, everything you need and everything that you need to accomplish something is going to be there for you. And the other stuff that comes, it'll be taken care of. But if you get off of your path or get so caught up into the path of somebody else's, this is where all the chaos comes from, because that's not your path and you're not equipped to handle it. So I think when we're equipped to handle life and the things that are going on in our life right now, it's because we are on our path and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So whatever, if someone comes along your path and they decide, I don't want to be here no more, it's okay. It's not going to destroy your life. And I think the very first time this happened to me, I felt like it was going to destroy my life. I felt like I didn't want to live anymore because I had just became so consumed in this is permanent. Like you have to be on my path forever, but life isn't just like this. My path is for me. And that's how I can take my time and pray and ask God and seek guidance and then not question him when he, when I say, okay, you told me that this is going to happen. And you told me that this was my husband. So what is going on? And when God says, don't worry about it, I I can't worry about it. Like I didn't get upset. I'm cool. Because I've talked to God, I've tried to talk to you, your person, but like I said, people get in their emotions and they some people shut down, some people overly express, and I had to get to a place of calm and be in the middle and not show love or not show hate, just be in the middle and just be okay with whatever comes next, and that will alter my little whatever I'm going to call it, my little guidance of the monitor thing to let me know which way to move. Should I move more in love or should I move t- more towards hate or revenge or whatever? But I like being in the middle. Middle. I like being centered. The name of my homeschool academy, I got it up here. I know you probably can't see it. It's Kadi Kadi Goddess uh, Academy. And the word Kadi Kadi is Swahili for centered. And so I like being in the center. I like the time that I take for myself to meditate. And I like to call it focus and observe because I'm observing within. I do, I want to say this and I'm not going to hold y'all anymore. I know I've been talking, but um, when, no, the Bible talk talks about, <laughs> when the Bible talks about God examining our hearts, I posted the other day that, you know, a man does not take the time to examine a heart, but God does. And what I meant by that, because I didn't explain it, but what I meant by that is we are the examiners of our own heart. And we have to take the time to go within our own heart, not somebody else's heart, but in our own heart to make sure that we have the space or we need to pluck out any seeds that are in there that shouldn't be in there because we got to know ourselves for ourselves. 
God has already done this work because God created us. He created our hearts. He created these things to function in, in, in tandem. So what I, I, I urge people to take some time to examine your own heart because just because we think we're helping someone does not mean we're helping them. We're doing what we, we probably are asked to do or should be doing. But if you look into your heart, do you really want to do this? Do you really want to be here? Do you really want to put forth the effort into something that you see going nowhere? And I really believe in being productive. If it's not productive, I don't have any use for it. So as long as it's conducive for my lifestyle, as long as we can make something work out of this, I'm willing. And that's another thing. We have to be willing. Without the willingness to work with one another, you don't have much. I said something to someone the other day um, when they reached out to me. I'm trying to find it so I can say it. Um, but it's basically... I told them it doesn't take long for a part for us to get to our goal. All we need is a willingness to collaborate and to work together and we can get to whatever goal we need to get to faster. It doesn't take long to know where, know where you want to be and know what you want in life. Um, you just ha- it, 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 it depends on the willingness that you show forth. Because without that, you're just be a sitting duck and everything else will be passing you along and you get upset because you're supposed to be at this point by now. I'm sorry, y'all. I just went off right there. No, no, no. We love that. It's your stage. Yeah. That 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 was that was your that was your time to shine. Uh, I do have a question for you in closing. Uh, something that mm-hmm. I actually thought about earlier today and um completely completely evaded me this entire episode um but i am and and i say this to everybody i believe that everybody should follow something you know um i am an outspoken atheist i'm not a person who i'm not a person who like is going to challenge your belief like most Mm -hmm. atheists are um if i were to believe in anything i believe in the sun you know, George Carlin actually said that, and that makes the most sense to me. Um, but with you being in the ministries, I actually would uh, like to bring this up. Um, first off, how important is it for you to work with somebody who would be like myself, who might be an atheist? Um, stuff like that, you know, would that be, would that be a challenge for you or would you work it in your own way? It's not a challenge. And, um, it's crazy. You said that I've talked to atheists, what they, how, how they classify themselves as atheists. And it's never been like a challenge back and forth. They were like you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's crazy that you said that because everybody I've met that thinks that way was just like, Hey, this is what I believe. I respect what you believe. Let's keep it moving. But we've had conversations. We had Bible studies. Like we've gone through this. And it's one thing you said is you you um you're an atheist and you believe in the sun. Because yeah. when we look to the scripture, um, people get brought up the wrong way when I say this. Because I look at my Bible as just another book on my shelf. My Bible sits on my bookshelf with all my books. It's a reference mm-hmm. tool. Um, and I believe God's law is His rhema word. So whatever word you feel is coming to you, whether it's from the sun, the trees, the grass, that's nature's law, God's law, the universe's law. But in the scripture of the Bible, his first thing was because uh, somebody asked this question, if God created this and that, you know, how did he 
know what to do if everything started in darkness because his word says, I am the light, I am the sun. So it's, it's funny that you said you believe in the sun because mm-hmm. that's exactly what God is. God is everything around us that we can touch or can feel. All of this is God. God is not a human being. You know, God doesn't possess human qualities. God is the law of the land. So this is why the earth does exactly what it's supposed to do, because it is God. And there's no changing those factors. But I like working with those people who think differently because I can learn something in that. And if if I'm not the one learning at the time, they're learning. So either I'm learning or I'm teaching. But I still love it. I don't like um, the fact that well, I, I don't even have that issue because everyone that I meet has another mindset or has a, a um, curiosity about what a scripture says or something in another book. So that won't be hard at all. And I've never met someone who tried to challenge me or tell me I was wrong. The, uh, that's an atheist. The ones that tell me I'm wrong are Christians. That's the thing. And I'm just like, what? oh, yeah. The church goers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my mother was actually one of those Sunday Christians, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I I totally understand that. The the more religious you, somebody puts them on, so like uh, more outspoken religious that somebody mm-hmm. puts themselves out to be, is the more judgmental that they are, you know that, you know, and and, and that's, I mean. I'm one of those types personally, like I said, that I respect everybody's belief. If you believe that, if you believe that there's like a three headed God up in the sky and everything, Hey, I'm going to believe every word you say until we're, our conversation's done with, you know, that right. is your, that is your truth, you know? And, yeah. um, and I think that, I mean, the very outspoken Christians, I think are a lot of times the ones who turn people off from religion you know, mm-hmm. um, I they are. That's the reason my mom left the church. Yeah. I mean, I believe mm-hmm. in God. You know, I put my faith in God. I don't put my faith in organized religion. That's how I look at it. And, and I, I think a pastor told us one time because I said I'm not very religious, and he said I'm not religious either. I'm relational, yeah. and I think that was probably like the most beautiful way to put it. Yeah, for me, and I honestly I think to that. And I, I honestly think okay. that those like staunch Christians, like those really diehard Christians, the one that are pointing their finger at you, they don't realize that three more are pointing back at them. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's yeah. got a skeleton in their closet, and they just seem to hide them and pile them up. But uh, and see, and that's the thing about me. I like to pull all my stuff out of the closet. That's why you know, I, when I say I walk around with no secrets, I walk around with no secrets. Anybody can literally walk up to me and ask me a question, and I'm giving you the answer. I'm going to yeah. give you the answer because I've I've had my trials and tribulations with keeping secrets, keeping other people's secrets, keeping my secrets, and I just don't do that anymore. And uh, the touch on religion, I like to illustrate. Uh, I have this illustration where it's religion versus routine, because a, ro- a lot of people don't realize all a religion is, is something you practice continually. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you can be religious in exercise or you can take it to the church. But either way it goes, it's just a routine that you choose to practice on a daily basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, I think people say that passively and they don't even realize it, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm really, I'm religious about playing my guitar. Uh, You know, I'm religious about, you know, they say it passively without even realizing Mm -hmm. that they're actually like, you know, that's, 
what they do on a uh, on a regular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what they hold up, hold highly within their lives is whatever yeah. they choose to do. Yeah. And Angel, you have been an awesome guest. Mm-hmm. I would like to mm-hmm. check back up with you in a few months. Maybe we can get together and do this again. Um, Absolutely. And if you want to stick around uh, after we're done here, um, I just want to have a few more words with you uh, off camera. But it was nice meeting you, and I'm sure our our listeners will love to meet you as well. And for everybody out there listening, this has been Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. We are your hosts. My name is Dave. And we will see you next week. 